1: WA's nobated leasing specialist can save you thousands on your dream car. Fleetnetwork.com.au. Right around
2: Western Australia on SEN. It's Scotty and Goss for Breakfast with Scott Cummings and Tim Gossage. 6. It is a Wednesday morning. We're heading for a top of 23 degrees. It's 15. It's a little cloudy and there's a moon there somewhere. Apparently there was no moon there last night. It was a horde of blood moon. More on that shortly. We're here for the Fleet Network. Fleet Network WA's novated leasing specialist. You can save you thousands on your dream car. Don't listen to us. Just go to fleetnetwork.com.au and if you want to get in touch with any of the team, just do so. They are the best in the business. Scotty Cummings is here in the Toolkit Depot studio. Scotty, good morning. Oh, good morning. Chris. white you shirt. you got yeah. a Chris white shirt on yeah, today. I do. Well, it's I not that crisp. Well, could do with a tad of an iron. I didn't know what
3: it was when I put it on. I will get dressed in the dark, but um, here I am. Do you do your own ironing? I hate ironing, with a passion. That's not the question I asked. Mm, no one irons in my house. No one. So you pay for that to be pressed somewhere else? Yeah, well, you can dry clean and then we have a steamer. We have a steamer, Goss. I hate ironing. I can't do it. I'm useless at it. Can't do it. And it frustrates me, and no one wins when I have to put an iron in my hand.
2: I don't understand what you mean you can't do it. I can't
3: mate. do it. I, I, yeah, but what's the, what's well, I'll stuff you... it up. There'll be a big crease somewhere ironed into the shirt by the time I'm done with it. Just mm. can't do it, mate. It is,
2: it is a technique of patience. Yeah, right? well,
3: and, and I have none of that. Mm. Oh, patience is not a strength of mine at all. But
2: the cost of sending
3: a shirt to a dry cleaner. Worth it. No. But everyone's health in my house.
2: No. no. <laughs> Worth it. It's expensive to get a shirt dry cleaned for the shirts.
3: Though. Well, you got to keep yourself looking fresh and tidy. Yeah. When you don't need to send polo shirts to the dry cleaner. Put
2: it in a washing machine. Yeah. Hang it out to dry. Yeah, don't no. crunch it up. So take Bluff. it off the line so Bluff. it sits and so basically uncrinkles itself. Oh. Yes, well, that's you're right. Are still
3: wearing microfiber shirts, are you? No, I'm just you're, you're, stock you're,
2: standard, you're, mate. I don't know, ah. mate.
3: Mate. You, you lost me, at put it in the washing machine.
2: Wow. Okay. I'm gonna, this is good to, good to know. So so you're a household of four. Yes. There's yourself and your lovely wife. Yep. And your two children. Yes. Do the children do chores?
3: Nice. Oh, yeah. Not as much as they do should. Do the children do yes. chores? Yes, Okay, yes. what are their chores? That they uh, do? Cleaning up after the dog. What do you mean? Well, cleaning up after the dog.
2: Picking up poo. Yeah. yeah. Right, yep. <laughs> well, that's good that you can get them to do that because... People have them breakfast.
3: Um <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> daughter, daughter,
2: daughter. <laughs> <What the?
3: laughs> As a daughter's job? Uh putting bins out.
2: So the daughter's job how yeah.
3: old's your daughter? Nine. And her job is to pick up dog poo Why well, she wanted a dog. Wow. Begged, pleaded. Okay. It comes with responsibility. What else temp. does
2: she do? What is what's your daughter's name?
3: Jolly. Pardon? Jolly. Yep. Um, uh, she cleans up after the dog. She yep. That, that might... and the son. He puts the bins out. His name is Harley. Harley. So that's what he cost me when he came along.
2: So he puts the bins out. The
3: bins. Well, occasionally. It's not even a joke he did. I had to sell my fat boy when he came along. Just had to be responsible. I so, call him fat
2: boy. so when you say puts the bins out, empties the internal bin that, into the outdoor yeah, bin.
3: yeah. That's once a week. Once a week. Yeah, they got to clean up their rooms. That's not... They don't do much. They, they get, let's do, be honest. When I'm thinking about this right now,
2: they do butter all. Do they earn for that?
3: Oh, yeah, young bloke gets some cash in his spriggy account. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but his mum transfers money. <laughs> yep. What else? What, what else do you want to know about my private life?
2: What does <laughs> nay do around... Gnomes do, sorry, yeah. about around the house? Oh, everything. Pretty much everything. Well, she doesn't pick up dog poo. No, she, she doesn't Nor should bins. she have to. She doesn't iron. Mm. No, she does oh,
3: not Does she cook? Oh, yes, very well. Yeah. During the week. Does she vacuum? Yep. Does everything.
2: Well, no, she doesn't a pick up dog horse. poo and she doesn't put bins out. So she doesn't do everything, so we just gloss over that. Okay. So she you think she's a
3: solid <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know what you make a good point? Does she I'm make a going going home today day? I'm gonna say, Hey listen, lady, yeah. you've got it you've had it far too good for yep. far too long. Yeah. <laughs> Start <laughs> <laughs> putting the bins out and clean up after the dog. Well she didn't want a dog. So she didn't have to do that. No. Nah. No, okay. So that's everything else.
2: Okay, that's cool. Yeah. And you, what do you do at home? And don't just give me a, I do all the other bits. I'd be oh, interested to right. know what you physically do at home. Oh, well, I'm very. Because you're not a handyman.
3: <laughs> so I'm very handy, and that was. I like making my wife laugh early in the morning, so that would have made her chuckle. Um, I cook on weekends, I do all the heavy lifting. Um, When you narrow it down like that, it doesn't appear I do too much, to be honest with you. This has been a really insightful morning. I wasn't expecting oh that. I was not expecting this to be. There's an internal review going on here. Leading I, like, I, like, <laughs> I feel like I've got a Trent Cooper type of uh, fate coming my way. I'm just
2: right intrigued. Away. It got me thinking just in regards to the, the
3: ironing. Oh, the young bloke cleans the pool too. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah, he vacuums the pool. Yeah, vacuum. Scoops he the leaves out. Pool, yeah, every yeah, cool.
2: Day. Do you do water
3: testing? Yeah, not much. <laughs> we probably should look into that
2: <laughs> because you know your pool can be sparkling blue, but the the water can be high on phosphate, which is you shouldn't swim in high phosphate pools. Bad really? for your eyes and skin.
3: Is it? Mm. Mm, I'm going to check my daughter because she's Victorian. She'll swim. She swam yesterday, it was quite fresh. <laughs> Some to check into his. Anyway, skin that's cool. Conditions. It's good to know. I think well, what do you do around your house? Okay. I'm really okay. alarmed that right. I can't think of the things I that in. I do around okay. my house. Okay, are you house. ready?
2: Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> no, and there, this I, is... I tipped right into this tonight. You walk straight ah. in. Um, are you sure you want me to answer? No, I, don't yeah, really. I don't have to answer.
3: No, I know you mow the lawns. That's your dream okay. job. Okay.
2: Ready? Mow lawns? Yeah. Pick up the poo. Walk the dogs. Clean the pool. Do the shopping. Do the shopping. Do the cleaning. You cl- no, you
3: don't. You have a cleaning person come in.
2: On Friday? Oh, yeah, but you don't just go from Friday to Friday. She just does I the know. basics. Clean of the bathrooms. And you and stuff you, like you
3: clean the house before the yep. cleaner comes? Yep. Oh, it's such yep. a stupid thing to do.
2: Clean and empty dishwasher and dishes in sink. hate the dishwasher. Daily, sometimes twice daily. Yeah,
3: just, I've got a text from Dave, so Cook I don't dinner. want to read. Cook dinner. <laughs> I'm not looking at it. Cook dinner. What, every night you cook dinner.
2: Uh, probably four out of the five nights, because I get I'm home, mate. I may yeah, well, as you well. you only
3: do two hours a day. You got time, yeah. It's
2: four point. out of five days. Four out of five days, I will um, uh, drive people to and from various places. I do
3: that. Yep, courier. No, not courier. Uber driver. <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm a tuba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uber. Four out of five days. Mate, shop, pay bills. Incessantly, just pay. I just pay bills. No, no, she does that. So just repeating.
3: Okay, let's go through what you do and I'll see if I do. Mow the lawn. Mm, um,
2: no. no, because you haven't got a lawn because oh, you told me you needed a lawn oh, no, I need to get the poison. Pick up dog Turf poo.
3: master around. No, no, don't do that. I've got a real aversion to poo.
2: Wash and hang out
3: washing. Oh, no, don't do that. No, it's, it's, it's like, uh, no. shivers. Yep. Food shop. Uh sometimes. Sometimes I do that. Basic
2: cleaning every day.
3: Oh. Walk
2: dogs. No. And pay bills. Yeah, no, well, I. No, no, well, no. Technically, not, I. No, it's not about the money because that's just irrelevant. I'm physically pay the bills. Nah. If a bill comes in, you've got to nah, pay. Oh, that's names. Yep. What about answer the door 14 times a day to a delivery oh. person coming <laughs> to drop off said purchased <laughs> items, said check, bank account, said paying for that oh, too? I'm not
3: often home during the day. So um, I, I did do a lot of that in lockdown uh, in Melbourne the last couple of years, and that was a lot of. That was a real eye-opening experience to me to see just how much shopping was going on behind my back. But so no, I don't do that now.
2: In simple terms, yep. You've asked me what I do. Love every minute of it. I have no issues. It's not about how much I do and how much someone else doesn't do. I could not care less. Yeah, Sounds like the kids are getting a free ride. But that's okay. That's what the, that's what the dad. They do their bit. They go off and do their bit. One's working. One's got a baby. One one's got a full. Another one's got a full-time job. That's I'm just not- life, mate. Can you check what gnomes uh, has said? Just, pass it here. I'll no, read no, it. I will no, read no, the phone.
3: Them. Gnomes, you can text me all you life. I'm not reading them.
2: <laughs> Send it to me. Can no I, it, I pass it to me, Scott. No. Scott. Never. Gnomes, text me. Gnomes, Zero 04. Oh. <laughs> pass it to me, Scott. <laughs> no. Okay. So gnomes no. Is te- what is she, What's the theme of <laughs> gnomes as text?
3: You, you've really stitched me today. All right. You've, you've, you've shown a lot. Yeah. Well, on I on I didn't of, need shining.
2: I think there's a lot of men out there would do similar to me. And you know what? It doesn't matter if you're a man, woman, or child. It's a household. You just do what you have to do.
3: I'm sure I do more than what I've said. I just can't think of it. Right?
2: My wife works from 7.45 in the morning to sometimes 6.30 at night, full intense, doesn't That's go near from 7.45 to 6.30 at night. A late starter. So she's not home to do a lot of the stuff. So wow. Not, so I just do it because you just do it. Because you don't do much. Correct.
3: That's, yeah, fair point. Correct. Yeah, no, am Oh, man, that's going to be... Just <laughs>
2: read the text,
3: please. You, you, you really don't do much, do you? <laughs> Sorry, just my... clarify. This is from your wife, <laughs> yeah. and she said... You really don't do much, do you? Might need to look into that. Yeah! Wackety wack. Uh, I feel like there's going to be some changes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, my place, next to you, you flog. <laughs> oh, boy. Thinking... Oh, dear. Oh, you know what? I need more thinking time to come up with what I do in there. because I do lots. I need more time than that. No, 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 by the end of the show. I'll do more than, what do I say I do? Cook on weekends.
2: <laughs> you don't even know what you
3: do. <laughs> cook, on weekends.
2: cook on weekends.
3: Yeah, I know, I'll cook up a storm. Yeah? Love my cooking. I love cooking as much as you love mowing your lawn. Yeah. I love, I
2: love I, yeah. I'm but not you love
3: good. it because you get out there on your own and people can start talking to you and you can say, I can't hear you, <laughs> I can't
2: hear
3: you. Does it take you like eight hours to no, mow no, 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 no. You do like blade by blade, real slow.
2: Yeah, well, I've got I've got two gar- two gardeners that come as well. <laughs> I just oversee there that I mow. I use their sit-on lawn mm. to do,
3: and then that's, that's probably what I am. I'm more like a foreman of the house. I <laughs> oh, oversee, really? oversee. I'm the foreman of the house. Yeah, I oversee. I've got a feeling another text is
2: incoming. Oh, I am the foreman of the house. Well, I sort of oversee. That is
3: everything. next level. And you know that's kidding myself too. I've got no
2: control <laughs> of <on> my foot. <part. laughs> the 10 set apprentice. Hey, big well, show! Th- no, thanks for that. Um, well, it was all to do with your white shirt and saying that you don't know how to you iron. You if I iron. You don't know how to boil it. And there, all you've done there is. Oh man! Gonna... I also iron my shirts. I iron everything. I iron
3: everything. You don't have an ironing lady. You've nope. got You've got a cleaning person. Comes uh, once um, a, comes a on a gardener, Friday. And you don't have two, an gardeners, two
2: gardeners. Two gardeners and, and a driver. <laughs>
3: Oh my goodness me, this this has actually been, um, I never thought I'd ever, and I don't want to be a part of a life-changing show, but uh, this has been life-changing 15 minutes for me, and I don't like it
2: was going good. Lisa from Allenbrook is an avid listener of the show. She's crossed from the dark side. Morning, Goss and Scotty. Happy hump day to you. Oh, wow, Goss. Very impressive. I'm going to nominate you for husband and father of the century. Thank you very much, <sighs> King. Uh A couple oh, of other questions oh, on the text line. And don't forget, you can t- text in the temper at bedshed text line. Um, do you hang your shirts upside down or from the shoulders? Never, ever from the shoulders. No, nah, it gives you a little gives shoulder you. mark, a little hang mark yeah. off the top there and also if you are if you if you are going out say you've ironed that shirt and you haven't done a good job of it right it's, it's a whatever it is you've steamed it it's not great once this is fact just listen to me iron your shirt have it hang as soon as you have a shower as soon as you've had the shower turn the shower off hang your shirt over the rod in the shower or yep. in the thing and hang it there and the natural steam in the shower will take out all the extra creases Weird. Wow. <laughs> True story. Yeah. True story. W- where do you hang your shirt? Over the rod, where the c- curtain or... Where, or You're your shirt d- rod? Yeah. See, really? Well, or, your, or your sliding door, whatever it is.
3: Well, what if... Well, there's, look, there's another issue. Do you, you share every day? Do you have time for that? Yeah. Uh, every day. Why? Uh, uh, Mate... Well, lately with this new workload of mine, I've missed a day. No. (laughs) I've gone to work on I don't think I should. This is a really personal question. Well,
2: hang on, no, 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 no. That means you don't change your undies then.
3: What the hell? you don't share any undies? Of course you do. Of
2: course you do. what is But you're putting on undies on a dirty body. That's gross. (laughs) That is That's it, that's it, that's (laughs) disgusting.
3: Look, I'm just still trying to find my routine. (laughs) <laughs> this has been a crap start to the Simon day. Simon
2: Hill is yeah. going to join us to talk about the Socceroos squad, which was named. His. Can talk, you believe? I'd rather talk about soccer. Can you believe the, the son in law of the coach, oh, yeah. Trent Sainsbury got from the WA, the lemon. got the lemonade from the squad? He's the son in law of Graham yeah. Arnold. Sorry, son. In-law, you're not coming to the World Cup. Yep. Gilly gracious... whack whack Correct. Look forward to catching up for Sunday roast. World Cup cricket starts tonight in Sydney, New Zealand and Pakistan, of course. I, and that's why uh, Gilly, I did a fill-in for Gilly yesterday for a lunch, fantastic event over at Crown. And um, oh, geez, Gilly picked geez. up an award last night. What, what a he... cricket award, yeah, Fox Cricket, picked up an award last night did in Sydney. He? That's why he was there. Fantastic. There's a photo doing the rounds. There's 75 people holding up awards, so he's won 75. I
3: don't, I don't know what it was, but he deserves it. Yeah, no, he does. He's with like Karen here at the moment, aren't we? Uh, you had a filling for a lunch for him yesterday.
2: Yeah, yesterday. Yep. <clears> with throat> um, throat> do you want to know who it was with there? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to name drop. It. Go on, drop. No, one. I'm not going to drop it because I can't be bothered Were bending you, over and picking them? them up. Who? No, but I did get some good information. <laughs> Wow, Wow! stuff
3: that stays in a room. We couldn't have run with that rather than expose the lack of effort I put in at my house.
2: Mark Duffield's going to join us. I don't know if you know. So t- t- today's the last day of Mark Duffield, mornings. And you know what?
3: I've got to say, yesterday, <laughs> he looked a bit fatigued. <laughs> I think he's limping, limping to the line in his See, I was
2: just, Mark Duffield, mornings with Mark Duffield, Monday to Wednesday. See, so you know why he's negotiated just to work the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, aren't
3: you? Very clever. It's
2: Thursday, Friday. Stay at home mum day. That's what he does. Stay at home. He does all the housekeeping, all the shopping, the cleaning, the ironing, the washing, picking up the dog poo. He does the lot. So just set examples, mate. We're just setting examples for the rest of the community. It doesn't have to be a label's no, job. No, he doesn't even need farms, does he? And Simon he Miller is going garden? to join us in the studio, and there's a bloke who does Tom. absolutely nothing. Oh. He fair income, does nothing. He we, just we, trains we, horses. We
3: need a break. I need to write down what I do in
2: there. <laughs> we we'll Take a break! <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back. Oh, dear. Forget, you can text in. A text machine has gone into absolute overdrive. Bedshed on the experts right. in temper mattresses, pillows, and bases. Scotty just said just prior to the mic's being turned on. No, can I share this? No. I'm trying to come up with things I do. And how many have you got? Seriously. like, Don't give me token. Just give me genuine. <laughs> I've
3: got a follow-up. Text. What does she say? This is Gnomes, the lovely wife. You do nothing around the house and you stink. I'm on a winner.
2: You're punching above your weight, mate.
3: I'm aware of that, but the, the, I don't stink. Oh, <laughs> look at me like that. My for personal temper, hygiene is strong. What, about, temper,
2: uh, just, yeah, what
3: about all these blokes texting in going, I do all the cooking and <laughs> all the cleaning. And Craig, on your Craig. Craig Belladura, does everything. Good
2: for you. On your Belladura. jura Little, oh, Goss, you're the, the, the husband of the century. You're the best. I'm the king. I do these. You? All these blokes. Really. Anyway. Hey, Good what about this fellas. one? I don't know who this came from, but thank you for the text. Scott has little time for chores. Too busy watching National Geographic zebra docos.
3: It's a hard one. When you're such a competitive beast, like, like, the old zebra doesn't change his stripes, does he? So a <laughs> well, leopard doesn't change his spots.
2: Goss <laughs> up in his job. Same, same. Uh, that's one for it the archos.
3: Hmm? What's happened today? Hmm. I'll tell you what, tomorrow I'm going to spend all day figuring out ways to torture you tomorrow. On this day, I
0: see clearly. Birthdays, events and some of the great moments in history. It's On
2: This Day. November 9 is the date. Happy birthday if you're celebrating a birthday on this day. Mary Travers was part of Peter, Paul and Mary. She was born on this day. the magic drive. What I need Falling right now. In magic dragon. In a <laughs> yeah. the magic dragon. I'll oh, make it stop. John Singleton is 81 today. Businessman, entrepreneur, and look—he did nothing around the house either. He doesn't have to. Nothing. He just counts his oh, money. Finger. And of course, what about this? So he owns the Gold Coast million, Magic Millions, right? Mm. Now he won. He won the Golden Slipper in 2000 when a horse called Belle de Jour missed the start by about six lengths. Lenny Beasley wrote it, and it won. Have a listen to this. And Belle
4: de Jouer, de Jure right through the middle.
1: Freakish win,
4: Belle de Jure. And Singo's putting on free tui for everyone. We can't
0: find him. He might have already gone to the bar. Anyway, this is the members bar, and I've been thrown out that many members bar. I don't want to stay here. I'm going to the public bar, and there's going to be free festival afternoon, and, <laughs> and we can throw the members out of the public bar.
2: <laughs> Singo is 81. Did you know John Singleton and Jerry Harvey have got a $10 million bet? Oh. Who dies first? Fairly. Gum. Yep, $10 million. Fact. Who, who's your money on? Can <laughs> you bet on that? Yeah, I'll be on Jerry.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll be back.
2: In Singo, what a legend. 81 today. Hey, Lou Ferrigno, 71, and you'd know him as oh, yeah. the Hulk.
3: Dr. David Banner, physician, scientist, searching for a way to tap into the hidden strengths that all humans have. Then an accidental overdose of gamma radiation alters his body chemistry. And now when David Banner grows angry or outraged, a startling metamorphosis occurs.
2: Luther Ferrigno was Hulk. Who was um, David Banner? Who is- was the guy who played... The before he transformed into Lou Ferrigno, uh-huh. who 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 was the Not an
3: no, idea in the world. Bill Bixby, fantastic life changer. What else you got? Nah, I'm about to turn into the Hulk myself.
2: <laughs> so frustrated. <laughs> I think you've got it covered already. Oh whatever. In fact, that shirt, those buttons oh. are about
3: to pop <laughs> <laughs> No, share. I'm turning with green.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sean Kelly, sixty-four. <laughs> Out of the models. Yeah. If I said to you Sandra Denton celebrating her 58th birthday, you'd be going, who's Sandra Denton?" I would say happy birthday, but I don't know who you are. So well, she's one half of Salt and Pepper. Oh.
3: Oh, no, don't, 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 white, don't white boy rap it to me. She's Pepper oh, in and Salt
2: the, Pepper. The other, the other one's a big one. Yeah, this is a big one.
3: Yeah. Oh, no. No. I can't look. I'm over
2: here. Oh, I can't look at you.
3: Go on, Scott. No. You
2: can do it. It's a little thrusting. 4, 6, middle-aged, middle-aged white boy rap. Ha, ha, ha. Yana Rawlinson is 40 today, um, an Olympian, of course, uh, although well she didn't take part in the Olympics. She had a toe injury. But she was a superstar and at a very young age when she ran as Yana Pittman. Pittman leads by four, five metres over Paris and Danvers. Stumbles a bit... Up- Athlete has ever won an she's now married to, to Paul Gatwood. She's Commonwealth Games. So she's now, she's uh, got twins, uh, Willow and Quinlan. Uh, so I don't know whether she's a Pittman, a Pittman. I think a she's, back to Pittman. On the, she's married um, to a Gatwood.
3: On SAS Survivor. Yeah. Uh, which I think she lasted a minute or two. Um, <laughs> she um, was Pittman. Polarizing finger, wasn't she?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I think because she was around when um, Kathy Freeman was around. I think there was that sort of like that Skyhawk Sherbet uh, thing going on. A lot on. of
3: me, 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 me. There was. I'm not sure. I think she might show. I can't see. She's a lovely lady. People about me, me, me.
2: me. <laughs> I'm the king. <laughs> Thirty-eight today. The delightful Delta. it's
5: be better. Nice
2: work.
3: Yeah. are a good operator. It's all right on Tuesday. He didn't have time for a chat, but she yelled out.
2: Scotty? Nah, got him. Busy. With Gnomesy. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you would have. If Gnomes wasn't there, you would have gone. Delta. Nah. <laughs> what?
3: What? Oh,
2: you're turning everything around today. You keep you're torching. You're walking yourself into it. 1965, Tommy Rowe recorded this composition. <laughs> Oh. Oh. What this so Sweet Pete, to yeah. Tommy Rowe, famous mate, famous song. The Young Ones began on British TV oh, on I this love. day in 1982. Love. Didn't appear on love TV me. in Australia until 1985. Oh, great show. Great show. Loved Absolutely. it. Hey, the real split up after 17 years together yeah. in 1992 on this day, November 7.
1: And Yeah.
2: November nine. Yeah, that's it. What did I say? Seven. Yeah. Nine. Thank you very much, Scott. November nine. The real seventeen years together. Nineteen ninety two. That's this guy's in love with you. Hey, after six thirty and the news, we're going to get away to a sports update. Thanks to McCafe Blend, the smooth, rich and roasted in Melbourne. Put a line through November (laughs) nine. Coffee fit for an Aussie. Not a strong one.
3: Delta's birthday. Birthday, Delta.
2: Win free McCafe coffee for a year. Visit the My Maccas app. After 6.30... I've
3: heard that Delta loves a bloke who does nothing around the house.
2: (laughs) That's what I think. This is Bronny talking to me. Oh, pepper again. 6.30 sport update after the news. And who am I working with on Saturday night? You'll be blown out of the park. I'm working shoulder to shoulder with on stage. Oh, I
3: won't be me. I'll be busy doing stuff around the house. <laughs> yeah. Good morning. Listening to the and Goss. That's a little bit of Roby and Delta. Requested, I've asked Goss to step outside and have a good uh, look at himself for a couple of minutes. Not yet. You're not coming back yet. Ruined my life. It's time for this. <laughs> I let him back in yet? Yeah, I reckon. Come on, Gossy. He's really changed, he's changed. Here he comes. He's changed my life. Here he comes. Not in a good way, go off, better? Sit down. Sit down. <laughs> pipe down. Get the smirk off your face. You're so proud of yourself. <laughs> What do you got from your special, K? Got a lot, actually. Have you? Yeah, Producer the to the star. <laughs> <And>
0: Scotty Cummings. <laughs> Came in just to say that. He's out again. <laughs> there he goes. Uh, all right. Well, Australia's named its squad for the first test series of the summer against the West Indies. The only incumbent to miss out of the 13-man squad was Mitch Swepson. He played four of the five tests across the series in Pakistan and Sri Lanka in March and July. So
2: now, our spin stocks are horrendous. Well... There's um, no pressure on the bloke who doesn't spin
0: the ball. Nathan Lyon can't spin it, but he's, he's our spinner. He's um, a safe bowler. Manus. Re- he, he born
2: mm-hmm. and make some runs too, let me tell you. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. I like when Minus, so uh, gets the ball in hand. Uh, they've got a NoDI series against England next week as well. That squad's been named. Uh, no real surprises there. But uh, we've also got the... Prime Minister's 11 coming up against the West Indies later in the month. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's great. exciting. I remember,
3: remember when that was interesting. But Josh Ingalls oh. makes his return after slicing up his hand on the golf course. When was the last time the Prime Minister's 11 was interesting? I said, i balk. John yeah. yeah. Howard. Yeah. Howard, maybe.
0: Yeah. Surprised it still exists, to be honest. Mm. Uh, soccer's coach Graham Alden named his squad for the World Cup yesterday. We'll chat to Simon Hill about that shortly. And how about this Scott Gullin from the Herald Sun? He's put together a list yeah. of the top 15 expert commentators Jill. in the AFL. Well done, Scott. Scotty Cummings just missed out. He's 16th or 17th because 16th must be Paul Hazelby because he didn't make it.
2: He's staggering.
3: What's staggering is, listen, we don't (laughs) like to turn on our own. Media people rating media people has very little interest with the real people of the world, let me just tell you. People don't don't want to hear media people rating themselves or rating each other. Too bad. We're going to do it, (laughs) I reckon. Yeah, Goss loves this. I love it too.
0: I'm, I'm, I disagree. No, are you, are you I like doing a Love a list. Love a list. No, no. It's be the top
3: one list.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, Gos oh. is not special comments. No, no, Paul well, Hayes will be special comments. Oh, we know, we know your bromance there. No, I'm just telling you. Oh, it's not. He's the best. What are you on? Creeps. <laughs> there, did you, does Hayes take so many holidays just so you don't know where he is?
2: <laughs> 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 never know, you you know. How many times they he woken
3: up and you're standing over his bed? Mm.
2: Ladenius' mum coming dad. I <laughs> always know what Hewitt was doing. Uh, don't forget, you can catch Hayes and Marto live from the Wembley Hotel tomorrow between two and four. Yes. yes, early time, special time. Yeah, it's it's peak hour. At the Wembley, between 2 and 4 on Thursday.
0: (laughs) One of the best expert commentators going around the run home at the Wembley tomorrow. Now, this list, do you want to run through it very quickly? Please,
2: just quickly. This
0: is done by Scott Gulland from the
2: Herald Sun, based
0: uh, in Melbourne. Gallen. And, yeah, surprisingly, Melbourne-centric. Cameron Ling is 15th (laughs) and going towards number one. Lee Matthews, Jimmy Bartell, Brad Johnson, Daisy Pearce, Matthew Lloyd, Kane Korn, Jordan Lewis, Jonathan Brown, Luke Hodge, Nathan Buckley, Nick Revolt, Gary Lyon, David King and Jason Dunstall rounding out the list as number one.
2: Hazelby's in the top five for that group. I don't care where you want to put him. I'm not taking anyone out. He's got to be in that group. I agree. I think They he clearly is... don't listen to it. They oh. don't, it's clearly don't listen to stuff that happens in Melbourne. And that's fact. That's okay because he's based in Melbourne. But if you're going to do an, a list of the top 15 expert commentators for the AFL. Correct. Then you might want to step outside your comfort zone. Anyway, that's We're the sure list. is better than Nick Revolt. I'm, it's irrelevant. Who's he better than? He's just got to be in the list. No, what you, better than Kingy. What you, oh, wow. No, I don't know about that. I think King's close to the best. Yeah, David David close King, to. He's number two in this list. David Kingy's close to the best. David King's knowledge and factual knowledge that he backs everything up is... I'm not taking Kingy out of the top five. I just think Hayes is better. Why? Can I just mention that on Saturday night... Oh, sorry, I back think to think me. I
3: you guys need to understand that there is a second commentary box in the s n No, there you know, is. The stadium. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, you know what? If you guys don't listen, that's fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've got too much to do on the same night. Uh, you do a good job there with, oh, with nice. Peter V. Uh, now, just mention. Okay, let's do this. The 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 best second call team in each state. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm gonna make a list. I'm gonna make a list. <laughs> it's called a stinky box. The best
3: second Stinky time. box
2: with the unshowling. Oh,
3: what makes you number one team? Oh, we do all WA, which is all that I care about. Yeah. So I'm a
2: national. <laughs> Somewhat international. I don't know if you heard my cricket commentary. Pakistan <laughs> writing them off. At one stage, I was going to be the king of India, and now all of a sudden Pakistan are in the final four. I I'm yeah. not should never go to India ever again because the Indians would love me. <laughs> There's <laughs> a run-out sale on... Tim Gossage
3: effigies.
0: <laughs> 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 uh, that, um, but the social media post is uh, is no longer there,
2: isn't it? No, so, it's it down. ICC to get rid of <laughs> it. To it, to it, it, down. it down. Most watched thing I've ever had in my entire media career, and the ICC had to take it down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. what a joke!
3: Unbelievable. Something for your own safety,
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, boys. On Saturday night, it's yeah, are you it's Ball. Yes, oh, right. And oh, I, I am working. Or well, for Ronnie MacHouse. Ronnie MacHouse, oh, and man. I am working. Lo- Thank you. I am working. Uh, I'm doing the auction as I do every year, which I love. Is this Tim Gossip? Uh, I'm working. <laughs> with this lovely young lady. Who? Oh.
3: Mm. <laughs> that's how many words. She's at me. Bro. That's how many words she's going to get mate, in. While Gossett's got. got the mic. There Why don't you
2: have a boyfriend?
1: Um, that's a very personal question. Why don't you have a girlfriend?
2: But I don't. I'm too young.
1: Well, I'm too that, young, course. I think,
2: as
0: well, to Sophie
2: Monk Saturday yeah. Night. Looking forward to working with Sophie. How good! Oh, yeah,
0: she's yeah, she's yeah. a superstar. She's the champion. Yeah, she's a ch- she's genuine. A champion. Sounds seems like an absolute legend. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. never met. Her. Her. Have you met her, Scotty? No, I've not met. Her. Have you met her, Goss? Have you worked with her before? Well, this no. is exciting. Yeah. I can't wait for Monday. Yeah. to
3: find you out know what, what happens. safe. You can say whatever you like. So no one's going to be looking or listening at you.
2: <laughs> 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 ah, she's a good good trooper. So it's Ronald oh, McDonald House.
3: Uh, and Ronnie and Ronnie McHouse, they are just—it is so cool what they do for so many people, mm. and uh, we really love them. And so, good luck making or earning as much as you possibly yeah,
2: can. Yeah, looking forward to it. So, anyone that's going, I'll see you there, and uh, you I'm lives. a tall guy with grey hair and clean shaven. The, the one that the one that security is keeping away from Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get a breakaway. Simon Hill is going to join us. This is I don't know if anyone realises this is a sports show, uh, and he's going to join us to talk about uh, World Game Football. Lisa Strathlaker is going to join us, of course, SEN cricket commentator because tonight the action is at the SCG, New Zealand versus Pakistan. and Mark Duffield after seven thirty telling us what's coming up. And Simon Miller, we're going to let him in because mm. starting to get real serious with the Gallopers now. He's got to forget about just what he's got going around. Is Three. he going to start trying, you reckon? Yeah, well, mate. It would be good if
3: he started trying.
2: He's got a number of guns, and he's coming in with an ironing tip he's as well.
3: An ironing tip? An ironing tip for you, Scott. Is, is being the glue of the house, is that considered doing something? Mm. When if you're the, you're no. the thing that's keeping uh, everything together. No,
2: because I don't think okay, that's the well, case. Okay, well, I'm still at two. So oh, <laughs> <'cause> I, <laughs> Mate, how many in your house?
3: Four. Four. And a dog.
2: Mate, you, you might be outside the podium in your house. You might be four.
3: Oh, I am. I, I, there's no doubt about that. Do you make the bed or put the sheets on? Yeah, yeah. But making the bed is the most pointless exercise in the history of the world. Like, why are you going to make something that you're just going to ruin again? No, what no one about? walks into your bedroom and says, oh, gee, these people are sloppy. What about when you're changing the sheets, though? When you need to wash your sheets... Do you? Well, wash, some, what, what, what do you mean? Sometimes not. Sheets?
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? You have to wash I don't know, them. Don't, don't you just chuck them out and buy a new set? Second skin. No, sometimes I help with the fitted sheet. Okay. I mean, yeah, it can handy. be hard. That's it is tricky. Handy. It can be pretty hard yeah. in the fitted yeah. sheet. actually, <laughs> help
2: with <laughs> that. That's two and a half. Yeah. 16 away yeah. from seven, Scotty and Goss. We're off to get a McCafe coffee, of course. Try McCafe's new blend. It's coffee fit for an Aussie. Thanks for your feedback. We've really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, no, I've really plenty. enjoyed
3: it too, yeah.
2: 0487 736 736. Yeah. Don't forget, after 8 o'clock, Mark Duffield with Mornings. Give Duff a call, Thirteen twelve fifty five. 55, toolkit depot open line. If you've got an opinion, Mark Duffield's show, Mornings with Duff, is certainly going to be the platform for you. Thirteen twelve fifty five. and did yeah. he create a stir yeah, yesterday? i not bring with, it here. To uh, 0487 736 736. <laughs> Lots of interest on what his topics were yesterday, and I'm sure he's going to back it up again today with his Wednesday edition. It's a quarter to seven. on this Wednesday and of course yesterday Scotty the big news is that the World Cup, uh, the Socceroos World Cup squad has been announced and there were some big name omissions and some surprise inclusions one man across it is 10 Football and Paramount Plus and the global game on SEN Simon Hill, 1894 on Twitter, he's got it all, you can find his links and you can buy his t-shirts as well, the Simon Says t-shirts, he joins us now Simon thanks for joining us on The Breakfast Show mate in simple terms What's your thoughts on our squad heading to the
4: World Cup? Good morning, guys. Thanks for giving the plug to the T-shirts. That's much appreciated. (laughs) Um, Look, I think overall the squad is okay. Uh, There's not too many changes I would have made. Uh, There are are two, maybe three big uh, talking points. Uh, The omission of of Mitch Langerak is certainly one that personally I don't agree with. Um, I understand Graham Arnold's reasons as to why he's done it, but... Uh, For me, Langerak is the informed goalkeeper at the moment, and with Matty Ryan having a little bit of a knee injury and not playing regularly for FC Copenhagen, I would have thought Langerak would have been a shoe in so that's the biggest surprise for me. Um, The other one is that Trent Sainsbury, who's actually Arnold's son-in-law, so that'll be an interesting Christmas conversation around the dinner table, uh, has been left out as well. Uh, Now, Trent is one of Australia's most experienced defenders. He's not been in great form for Australia of late. He's not played a lot of uh, club football. Uh, He plays in Qatar, strangely enough, for Al Wakra. Um, But he's been training with Melbourne City the last few weeks. He's been omitted. Uh, And the other one is Tommy Rogic, maybe a little bit less controversial, although he's one of Australia's most talented players. Uh, he's not had a lot of game time, only just changed clubs to West Brom in, in the English second tier. So those are the three big omissions. But I think other than that, uh, you know, overall the squad is, is probably pretty much what we expected.
3: Simon, who's the uh, the ins or the, the keys in this squad that we should all be excited about, the ones that are going to uh, tear it apart, that we can sit from afar and go, yep, Simon Hill told us about him? <laughs>
4: Well, we hope, that, we hope this is the case. Uh, look, I'm very excited by the fact that Garan Kwal is there. Uh, this young kid is the best young Aussie talent that I've seen. Well, I mean, there was Daniel Arzani a few years ago, and obviously that's not quite worked out as yet, although he is doing uh, okay back in the A-League with MacArthur. But Garan uh, Qual is a very, very exciting young talent. He's only 18. Uh, he's just signed for Newcastle United in the English Premier League. He's on the plane. He won't start in, in Qatar, but he, he might come off the bench. And we've already seen in the, uh, the A-League All-Stars game against Barcelona, he's not scared of taking on world-class defenders. And uh, I think he could be certainly one to look out for. Jason Cummings is another His Central Coast Mariners uh, club teammates. Uh, he obviously speaks with the, sp- the broad Scottish accent, yeah. um, but has a mum that was born in WA. Uh, So he's got something to prove as well at this uh, World Cup. Um, So there's a couple of players that, you know, are are exciting potentially. We're in a tough group, but, uh, you know, hopefully we can go and give a good account of ourselves and those players that I mentioned can, uh, can put their name up in lights. That's a bit of a worry, Goss. Jason Cummings has got a mum that was born in
3: WA. I'm just going to have a chat with Mum the Sarbo. <laughs> <laughs> this could be really
2: interesting. Ah, yes, the great Cummings name. Well, mum, well, mum, mum, uh, what have you been doing? Ah, uh, it's good to see this Cummings rise to an international prominence rather than just sort uh, of get stuck in Australia. Whatever. Uh, just, Simon, may I just ask you, no no A-League defenders, no A-League midfielders in the squad, but we do have the five attackers and a couple of goalkeepers. What does that say for our our squad overseas in regards to, and we we talk about Rogic not being there, but we talk about our our attackers coming from the teams on home soil. What do you make of that?
4: Well, look, you know, this is the nature of a global game. Uh, If you look through the squad, I think there are uh, 18 out of the 26 uh, in total. That includes those seven uh, domestic-based players that have started their career or at least passed through the A-League. I mean, You know, that's what our our competition is supposed to be about, developing players. Um, Some of them go overseas. Some of them stay here. Some of them come back at the end of their career. Matt Leckie is a good, you know, example of that. He had many years uh, overseas in Germany, particularly with Hertha Berlin. Um, So it's just the nature of of the game that is played right around the world. And I, I wouldn't read much into, you know, where they're playing at the moment, whether it's good, bad or indifferent. Mm. Um, you know, obviously, as somebody who covers the A-League, I, I hope those players who play domestically go and-, and prove themselves on the world stage because it makes people here set up and take a bit more notice of our competition and maybe give it a little bit more respect than it than it gets at the moment. Uh, I don't think there is a sporting competition in the world that gets so much hostility uh, from its own population as the A League. Quite frankly, that's only my personal opinion. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the, the makeup, as I say, is is pretty much as expected because we operate in a, in a global environment.
2: How far can we go in this tournament? Oh, yeah. What's an acceptable? Performance and again every year we just want to get to certain stages, win some win, win the winnable games, and, and put on a good show. From from a purist's point of view, what's an accepted uh, uh, expectation going into the World Cup?
4: Well, look, performances and results, uh, you know, are the important things. Obviously, we we want to see a competitive team. Uh, I'll give you an example. In 2014, Antipasicoglu's Australia were were hugely competitive in all three games, but they they didn't garner a single point. Uh, So the two have to dovetail together. Uh, I I think the bare minimum in this tournament is we're looking at a win. That's what we'd like. Uh, We haven't won a game at a World Cup since 2010 when we beat Serbia by two goals to one. Tunisia, the second game in the group, is very winnable, in my opinion. And if we were able to jag a, a point from one of the two other games against France, which is the first one, or Denmark, which is the last game, then you know we're, we're looking potentially at qualification for the round of 16. Now, if, if Graham Arnold does that, he's a national hero because he's then you know equal what Hussein did in 2006. It's a tough group. We're not favourites. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but again, this is the nature of a global game. We are competing with. 32 other nations, 99% of which have football as their national sport and pour millions and millions of dollars into it. Uh, we, we exist on the smell of an oily rag. And until that changes, then, you know, qualification is still going to be seen as an achievement. And uh, really, we should be past that by now. So I'm going to ask you, and you might not like this question, but...
3: Is that the problem? And you, and you speak about the hostility towards the A League from within Australia and, and that sort of thing. And, and there is, and it is an argument between all codes and and uh, and soccer. No doubt about that. But is that is that mentality? And I know you have to be realistic as well of where we sit in the in the global scale of of soccer. But is that mentality of we just want to win a game, or we just want to get a points, or we just want to qualify? Is that what's holding us back? Because it's, it's it's not really the Australian way. We want to play. We want to be under. If we're underdogs, we want to win. We want to be a chance. Is, is, do you understand the question? Like, what I'm trying to say?
4: I do. I do. Um, and if you, if you don't mind me saying it, and I hope you don't get offended by this, that, that's a very Australian way of yeah. things. No, I'm not offended. Um, at all. That's it, right. It's yeah. because. <laughs> sorry, and, and I don't mean that to be disrespectful. No, no. It's because that in in the other sports, uh, and, and with respect to the other sports, you know, you're looking at cricket, rugby, rugby league. The sports where Australia compete and and win things internationally you 're up against at best you know three, four, maybe five other nations that could possibly win these tournaments so yeah. you know australia always going to be among the favorites and because they are you know culturally more mainstream in this country, of course you know they take uh, some of the best athletes as well mm. now in football you you 're dealing with a global phenomenon, uh, a sport that uh, other countries plough, as I say, millions, sometimes billions of dollars. I'll give you one very little example. Now, Vietnam have not qualified for this World Cup, nowhere near, but over the last 10, 20 years, they have been ploughing millions into their development, into their infrastructure, into their domestic clubs, into their domestic league. Now, if that continues, and they've already qualified for the final stage of uh, the qualification process in Asia this time, which underlines their progress, they're starting to win Asian junior tournaments. At some point, they will overtake Australia. And, And that's just the nature of the beast. And, you know, if you want a comparison with other sports, you look at the Olympics. Now, you know, Australia used to win... Lots more gold medals, for example, than Britain, and it was always a a sense of national pride Mm, here. Now Britain started ferrying millions of dollars from the national lottery uh, into their athletes uh, and their Olympic programs, and all of a sudden, Britain are winning more medals than Australia. It's it's not rocket science. You have to invest in sports where you're competing internationally against lots of other countries, and instead, and again, you might not like this, and I've said it before. We plough millions of dollars into Aussie rules and rugby league, and and they're not international sports. So it depends what you want as a nation. Do you want to be good at sports that only we play, or do you want to be, you know, punching above your weight on the international stage? And that's the dilemma for the country, I'm afraid. Yeah, fair
2: answer. Wednesday, November 23, Saturday, November 26, Thursday, December 1. We've got France, Tunisia, Denmark. Uh, Are you heading over?
4: I am, actually, yes. Uh, yes. I'm going over with the Green and Gold Army Fan Tour, would you believe? Um, <laughs> and doing a, a daily radio show for SEN as well with yeah. John Cosmina, so I'm wow. looking forward
3: to it. Oh, it's going to be hard to do with the amount they try and plough down your throat. The uh, Aussie Army, they'll be, uh, they'll be keen for a sip well, I'm, look, I'm not sure they're going to be able
4: to get hold of alcohol, to be honest, no, point, in, the, in yeah. Doha, so yeah. it, <laughs> might, it might be a very difficult one.
2: They'll find a way. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> will find oh, dear. a way. Oh, dear. Can... Oh, dear me. Mate, you would be... Deported within five minutes. I've oh, got no
3: doubt about it. <laughs> would be happy to be deported.
2: All righty, looking forward to it, mate. Uh, appreciate it. This of course plenty of uh, fallout. The Australian team, the, the Socceroos squad, for the World Cup, uh, and it continues today. The, the Sainsbury, the Rogic, um, uh, the and the Graham Arnold, but he has pulled some magic strings in more recent times to get the to get here. So uh, I su- won't be surprised if he uh, un- unearths a a magic combination for these games over there, starting later in the month. Appreciate your time, Simon. And once again, have a safe trip and enjoy.
4: No problem. Have a great week, guys. Cheers. Simon Hill from 10
2: Football and Paramount Plus. The global game here on SEN, of course, and you can follow him on Twitter, Simon SimonHill1894. He's the best in the business. There's no doubt about that. And if you really want to go next t-shirt. level, I'm a get a T-shirt. Simon says, this is Scotting us. Go the Socceroos. Oh no, it's a white, and
0: it's a helmet. You beauty. Oh, Oh yeah, it's actually in the helmet. Oh, I love it. It's good to be back at the ECS. That's going to be a six. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. It's happened. Two fives. Two
2: fives in the space of three balls. It's the best cricket I've ever seen. Take the helmet off the field. Yes, well, it's too late. That is in the European cricket. That is a bit of commentary <laughs> the there. Yes, Yeah, the European cricket championship. Uh, Bangladesh Kings taking on the Catalunya Falcos, I think, uh, from Spain. And uh, anything goes in that tournament. And it's fantastic that it's been played at that level. It's great for the development of the game. But, do they get away. There's with... a
3: little silly mid day. He's moved and put the helmet out there for the next over. Yep.
2: And the ball what hit the it... helmet twice behind the keeper. I'm pretty sure that that guy commentating the cricket is from Perth. What is he keeping doing? (laughs) He's not very good. Ah, uh, let's focus on a better standard of cricket, of course, and we're talking about the World Cup semi-finals of the year. T 20 World Cup finals over tonight in Sydney at the SCG, and then tomorrow it is at the Adelaide Oval, of course, SENs And one of the best commentators in the world who travels the world, world at all levels here is Lisa Stalaker, and she has been kind enough to join us. She'll be part of the commentary team tonight at the SCG. Lisa, appreciate your time. We're down to four. No Aussies, but still plenty of interest. Thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, plenty of interest. Uh, yeah, we we thought maybe there might be a chance for the Aussies to get in, but in the end, it uh, it was the Netherlands that gave the Pakistanis a chance.
2: Very much so. And we, we well, I personally did write off Pakistan after they lost here to Zimbabwe. So that they, game one? Uh, no, it was about game two uh, here. Uh, but they I went but... zip zip. Oh, in fact, yeah, they had no points, and they were in, looked like they're in a world of uh, mm. world of pain. But they hung in there, and results went their way. And gee, there's a lot of confidence about Pakistan and what they can do in this final four. Too, Lisa, do you share that same confidence?
1: Yeah, I do actually. I mean, you look at their their numbers. You look at their bowling attack, which I think is probably the quickest and the most fearsome bowling attack that's out there. I know the South Africans was pretty big too. Um, but the fact that Baba Azam and Mohammed Rizwan haven't fired yet, it's, they've been their middle and late order that have got them up, you, you just get a sense maybe those two will just rise to the occasion. So, um, But they're coming up against New Zealand who just, you know, everyone doesn't really talk about them, but they always seem to make an ICC final, don't they? Lisa, I
3: was going to absolutely say that to you. All, all, all the focus has been obviously on, you know, India, Pakistan, that game of the MCG that has just captured the imagination of everybody, um, the noise, atmosphere. Yeah. Our, our caller saying it was the most amazing thing they've ever seen at the G, focused on Australia and whether we'll make it or whether we won't and how well or how bad we're going. But are New Zealand the sleepers in this in this tournament?
1: It well, um, they're the nicest team. Everyone loves them. <laughs> they just chug along nicely. Well, that um, doesn't feel right, and... does it? Doesn't
3: feel right at all, man.
1: <laughs> and they play good cricket. Um, their bowling attack is great. Their top order have been firing. I mean, what Finn Allen was able to do against the Aussies, well, you know, we were still recovering from that. You know, we were still trying to chase back what mm. happened um, against the New Zealand side. So they're, they're a side that. You, you go, hey! I think Pakistan might might win. You know they've got momentum. That you know they didn't expect to to be in the 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 semis. And I think everyone seen Matthew Hayden and his um, rousing speech to the mm. players, saying, "Hey, everyone thought they got rid of us, but we're back." <laughs> um, I, I think uh, I think just shows you that Pakistan are a dangerous side, but hey look, New Zealand are just there and, and they plug plug along nicely.
3: And uh, Hados has come out too and said that uh, you mentioned Baba uh, Azam there hasn't hasn't made any runs but uh, he's just everyone's waiting for him to do so. and, and Hados has come out and said he's going to do a gilly, he's going to do a gilly and come out and just go berserk and uh, tonight and, and hopefully the final.
1: Yeah, well, 39 runs so far. I think top score of 25 and, um, for the class of Babar Azam, they're numbers that you would not expect. Uh, so I think similar to like even Virat Kohli, you know, when he went through a patch of scoring no runs, and then pulls off one of the greatest innings in T20 cricket in an ICC event against Pakistan. So there is those type of players where you think they just know when to um, flick a switch and turn it on. And, and I hope for Pakistan and for Babar Azam um, he's able to do that. I think it'll be a tough ask against the Kiwi bowlers. I think I think they've been um, Tim Southie especially, uh, their spinners, Mitch Santner, Ish-Shodi, um, though it showed his numbers against the Pakistan players aren't great. So maybe maybe that might be an advantage for Pakistan. Lisa Salaka
2: is our guest from SEN Cricket. Tonight it is, of course, uh, our time 4 o'clock. It is at the SCG, the first of the semifinals, New Zealand and Pakistan. Lisa, you, you see a lot of cricket. You travel the world f- following cricket and you watch a lot of cricket. Are there horses for courses when it comes to teams and grounds? Teams play some grounds better. And does the SCG favour... Any team over one? And the same goes for Adelaide tomorrow night when India take on England? Uh,
1: I think individually. There's players that have great memories. I think Adelaide Oval and Virat Kohli. I think the numbers are just ridiculous. Mm. Um, You know, I think uh, Shadab Khan, he likes likes spinning pitches. SCG, whilst it's not the, the traditional SCG pitch, it does still... Um, favor the spinners. Um, there are grounds that individual players have some kind of affiliation, some happy memories, and that seems to bring the best out of them. As for teams, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not so sure. I don't necessarily buy into that unless you're talking IPL and your home side or mm. for you guys when you were playing at the whacker, the, the furnace, as you guys would call it, no one could beat you over there. So, um, in, the, in those type of cases, I think yes, but for international
2: cricket, probably not so much. Okay, now I'm going to ask you uh, this question because we've (laughs) gone a long way through this interview and we haven't talked about Australia's performance and I haven't heard a comment from you in regards to your overview of the Australian performance. Give me one and and not just one game and four overs where Finn Allen torched the Australian attack in game one. Just tell me why you think Australia are no longer in the World Cup. Hmm.
1: Yeah, thanks for that. You know, just a <laughs> nice, easy question. Please. Um, I, I don't know. They it, they just looked flat right from the start. Um, I, I can't I, I can't put one thing to it. I, it just they did, they didn't come out of the blocks hard enough, and that loss against New Zealand. Mm that devastating loss meant that they were always fighting back. It reminded me a little bit of the Australian women's side two, two years earlier in the T20 World Cup where they lost against India. They scraped their way through Sri Lanka, but they seemed to kind of be getting better. But that wasn't necessarily the case for the Aussie guys. Mm. Nothing went, went their way. Um, they looked... They look, tired a few of them like there's, there's there's that much cricket in you know the calendar the schedule um so yeah I, I I can't give you a definitive definitive answer defending sorry. champions
2: of the world <laughs> t20 in Australia and they were tired to start the series now that is either poor preparation or by the individuals, by the setup, by Cricket Australia, poor scheduling in the lead-up, playing too much warm-up cricket. I was staggered at how flat they were throughout the tournament. Look, no, as a lovely, I love my cricket, I love my team, but there was a lack of zip about everything that I was watching from afar.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, and I think scheduling. I mean, they went to to India to play three T20s, wasn't it? Like in September, Uh, just little things like that. Um, And I I think I put something out there on Twitter about how I think, you know, Ireland came really early. The the Dutch came early and they were training in regional Australia. And, you know, they were just, everything was gearing up for this because this is their big moment. Mm. Um, and whilst it is the big moment for the Aussie guys, there is that much cricket going on and there's that that many schedules and, and competitions that they've got to tick off from a bilateral point of view. Um, it was a different preparation for the big big boys compared to the little boys, and the little boys have really outshone the big boys this, on at this uh, tournament, which has been great to see.
2: No doubt.
3: Forget that we're West Australians, staunch West Aussies, and forget that he's in more top five, uh, probably best sportsman I've ever seen. There was one person that didn't allow complacency, and the, and the Australians looked complacent, and that was Justin Langer. But anyway, they didn't like his feedback, so they got a bit they're hurt, their feelings hurt. So anyway, let's go move on to uh, India, <laughs> India and England uh, to, on, on tomorrow night at, uh, at the Adelaide Oval. What's your thoughts there? Who yeah. wins? Um, <laughs> uh, T20
1: cricket, this level, the semi-finals, anyone's game... Um, there's something about England that I've certainly liked, um, and there's still question marks around India and their death bowling. Um, bringing back Alex Hales has been the right thing to do for the England team. Um, I think, you know, what he's been able to do at the top and be explosive and just they've got power all the way through. They've bat deep. Sam Curran has been excellent as their all-rounder and death bowler as well. So... Um, I kind of have England's slight favourites, but I guarantee you it's going to be a predominantly um, Indian crowd. And it's Adelaide Oval, Virat Kohli, has he got another one of those special innings just yeah. to get his side into the final? Um, I think there's a part of everyone that was that went to the MCG, and I was one of them for that India-Pakistan round game, kind of want to see it again because, like, those types of things don't happen very often. Incredible. Um, Yeah, and it was quite funny because I was sitting with um, uh, the head of Channel 7 um, cricket and he goes, is this what cricket's like in India? And I'm like, yep, (laughs) all the time, noise constantly. Um, And singing, you know, hearing the anthem being sung that loud in a stadium and um, the song Chakta India, you know, everyone was singing and dancing. Bollywood music was being played. Um, It was a great atmosphere. And, yeah, so for me, um, and because I'm going to the final again, I'd like an India-Pakistan final. But England, England and New Zealand are really two strong sides that, you know, these two guys are going to have to come up against yeah. and find a way to, to get across the line.
3: They're yeah. going to ruin it all. Yeah, they Jay are. are going to ruin it all Party for us, Scott. Oh, yeah, Absolutely.
1: Yeah. We want India
2: and Pakistan, there's no doubt about that. Hey, Lise, uh, I don't know if you uh, would have heard any of the commentary. I mean, I know you're working for SEN and, and you do your stuff with Channel 7 a lot, but I just wanted to throw this. Have you had any this time of commentary during your uh, shifts? Uh, okay, have a listen to this. Whackity
1: <laughs> whack whack Do you get any whackity whack whacks Yeah, that's in the... international
3: standard
2: commentary by my friend here, Tim Gossage. What?
3: Yeah, I, I
1: have heard um, Ebony Rainford-Brent. Um, she was commentating and uh, someone got hit in the most uncomfortable spot and she goes, oh, got him in the gooly-wooly. <laughs> 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 Nice. Yeah, but if you, so nice. Insert, that's, that's yeah, if you can somehow insert.
3: If you can somehow insert whackity whack whack yeah. in your next couple of calls, yeah. at
1: least, that would be. Okay. So, at least hey, but to... see, hey, I'm yeah. the expert caller, so I don't get so caught up in the emotion. No, you don't. But if you come things.
2: back, if, say if, just say if. Um, let's go. Um, who hits? Oh, let, let's just go with Jimmy Neesham hits three sixes in a row. You could just chime in and go, yeah. well, he has just gone whackity <laughs> whack <laughs> <Whackety-whack>, whack.
1: whackity whack whack. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Done.
3: Beautiful. I, I'm just if for the sake of. There's
1: you. an opportunity. I'll get, there. I'll get in there.
3: for you. I would, have, you would have thought for the yeah. sake of your career, Leisure, I wouldn't go with it. But anyway, that's, that's, that's your call. No, no. Commentary is all about fun and making making a fool of
1: you. Absolutely. Thank you very
3: much. Hey, get Wack whack That makes you the best. Everything. Gosh, oh, I am the best. that's the
2: criteria. Exactly right. Hey, Leisha, <laughs> thank you, and all the very best. Can't wait for the next couple of days. you are hear all on SEN Cricket, of course, and uh, we're looking forward to what takes place to that the SCG and tomorrow in Adelaide. Yeah. And good luck in the final. Let's hope it is. Here in Pakistan.
1: Yeah, no worries.
2: Thanks, guys. There's Letha Stalaker, of course, does a great job uh, at every level. TV, radio, the uh, women's big bash, men's big bash. He is an absolute ace in the pack. Now, uh, you know how I mentioned uh, we had the laughing, well, the the ball hitting the helmet prior to yes. coming on in yes. the European cricket? Yes. Well, there's this Twice. famous – so so the guy who commentates is a Perth commentator. His name is Vinny Sandu. And he does a few gigs around town, and uh, he's a very funny man, wears bad shirts. Um, And this is the famous, famous um, player. This is the European Euro cricket where the player got hit and he, they were commentating, uh, Vinny, and the special comments. I'm not too sure about the second commentator. This is the famous piece of commentary where they could not contain themselves. Mark Duffield, Simon Miller, still to come. But this is WA's Vinny Sandu commentating Euro cricket, <laughs> when, fair to say, one of the players got hit in the goolly-woollies. I might get three here, you know. Well, I can't might have them. a genuine three. I think they're going to do it. The brother's not helping them.
3: Oh.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Oh
3: no. Oh, this is not a viable no. moment. Oh, oh my word. he's taking it in the go down, he... <laughs> <laughs> he tries to go. Oh. <laughs> he's given one, he's taken one. <laughs> oh no.
5: Oh, shocker.
2: Oh, shock no, shocker. Shocker. Delta, there you go. Delta, it's a birthday today. Thirty-eight today. Simon Miller, the uh, trainer of the stars, peppermint grows finest is about to join us, but so is Mark Duffield, of course, because he comes up after eight o'clock
4: and he's for darkens finest.
2: more <laughs> Darkens finest mornings with Mark Duffield. Where every
4: Duff- shirt is iron,
3: Scotty. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. You don't wear shirts what, in dark what, what, and you wear blue singlets.
2: Uh, what do you got coming up, mate? Great show yesterday. Got a heap of mileage, i tell you what. It, uh, uh, Trevor Nisbet, uh, you had on. Simon Garlic you had on yesterday uh, as well. Uh, and today, you've got a follow-up for your third show, the end of the week, on a Wednesday. Good yeah. dig you've got
1: there. Yeah, lovely, lovely.
2: <laughs> Wednesday becomes Friday. Um, look, we're going to take a slightly different look at the draft. We're going to talk to Bailey Rogers, the 25-year-old Claremont star, who's won a Sandover medal. Still yet to get a look in at AFL level. Um I can't see any red flags as to why he wouldn't be an AFL player, but we'll talk to him. We'll talk to Adam Jones to get the WA Draft overview. You guys are doing a great job of working through the talent. Uh, Adam Collins talking matters cricket and Gareth Hall talking matters racing. All righty. There it is. Mark Duffield coming up after 8 o'clock. And don't forget, you can get in touch with Duff. 13 12 55. It is at your forum uh, to give him a call on all mm. things uh, sport. 13 12 55 or text zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. I uh, just had news through, thank you boys. Racing New South Wales have inspected the Gundagai track and it's recovering well after flooding. However, the mouth of the 1800 chute in the 100 metre section of thereafter has been impacted by silt deposits. As a result, Saturday's two 1800 metre races will now be conducted over
3: 1500. Oh, that, that, <laughs> that, <laughs> over 1580. Oh, that's
2: Mate, we get all the breaking news. Can we get some breaking news there, yeah. boy? That's breaking news. That is yeah. seriously. Eh? I mean, to our local market who is
3: keen on the Gundagai races. Mind you, though, as wow. a, a person, <laughs> <As a, laughs> if someone said to me, we're not running 400s anymore, we're running 100s, I'd be pretty
2: wrapped. <laughs> is that where they have the snake gully cup? You yep, undergone? Sure sort do. Of. Simon Miller is in the house, training to the stars because we're getting serious now. The uh, mm. the races, the big the big races, the big money's on offer, and that's when people come out to shine. And the Miller stable certainly does that better than most. It Thanks is. for coming in again, leaving the star horses and the star stable and the star workers uh, behind to give us some time. Thank you.
6: Thanks, Tim. Good to be back, uh, Scotty. Geez, you're looking fresh. Week off, or is it just the fact you do zero at home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> no,
2: he's been.
3: He's- <laughs> i working on that <laughs> on the old drive-in. Yeah. I know I've compiled a list of the things I do at home, and you are going to be darn impressed. I tell you, it's not a long list. You probably didn't need that big <laughs> a white piece of paper there, to be honest. <laughs> but, a little well, postage stamp would have been fine. Well, you've got some ironing tips. Yeah, what's your ironing tips? who doesn't right, wear a shirt. who wears polos every day, like me mate over here.
2: Oh, I well, just want yeah, to mention you've got ironing tips. I'll get yours, and then I've got we've got one on the text, and I'm just not not sure whether it's the same one. It but seems like a lot of work, though. Mine's a beauty.
6: Okay, Uh, we'll be the judge. I'm a gun owner, (laughs) purely because when I was at school, I came home one day, stupid, and I said to mum, there's a couple of creases in this. She said, righto, you're doing it yourself. So from that that day on, I had to. So from year eight, I've been punching away. What you do is you don't use the round end of the awning board. You've got to use the square end for the males, for the shirts, because then you slide. So you get your shirt, you put it over the side, then you shimmy it across, shimmy it across, and it's quick and efficient, and you get much more ratio, iron to shirt. It's the less thicker cruises. part of the iron, the you, wider you, you part do, of the ironing ball. You do board. the other end, not, not the front end. Okay. Uh-huh. And it works, trust me, and it's quick. But
2: I was expecting better than that. Too. No, no, no,
6: because everybody uses the other yeah, end of do. the oh, iron. ball. Yeah, and you're trying. Hey. You know, that's where I get confused. Cause the, the, so you, you know, put the your s- button, your shirt side there yeah, first. Yep. Then you fold that over, you yep. got all that, you shimmy it across, yep. and you get the other side. It works beautifully. Okay, there you but go. But there's one trick. I'll when you're you buying an iron, ironing board, you got to make sure you haven't got the iron thing that sits on the end. Yeah, I know. Then, yeah, then, then you stuffed. can't get your shirt there, see? Man. Yeah. Trust me, everyone out there, give it a spin, you'll think <laughs> of me, and next time I'm on, I'll give you another life lesson. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Simon Miller in the studio. There it is, gents. If you're ironing, use the fat end of the yeah. ironing board yeah. and don't buy one where you rest the iron on. Thanks, for, thanks for joining us, mate. <laughs> Good luck over. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he, won't, he won't win a group one because he can be spent too long coming in to tell us about ironing shirts. But this is an interesting one. Goss and Scotty, step one, put one teaspoon of lavender oil in your one litre spray bottle of water. Step yeah. two, immediately before dressing, spray a light mist over your shirt or whatever looks like something you've slept in. Or step three, get dressed. And by the time you get to the front or back door, the creases have fallen out. She would appreciate some feedback when you try it, please.
3: Well, that seems like a lot of hard work. You
2: smell lavender it. You smell oil. Lavender.
3: Yeah. A, a, a well, teaspoon done... of lavender oil in your one-litre spray bottle. Spray your shirt. Yeah. Uh, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Put it on. By the time you get out the door, you're crease free. Yeah. Wow. Do you want a funny story about... Uh, we'll be
2: the judge of whether it's a funny a, a story.
6: <laughs> uh, I was uh, received in what I thought was a bottle of aftershave for my birthday and it had sigh. So that was the... Uh, Yep. The perfume aftershave, so to speak. I was running late for the races. I shot out of the shower, My shirt was ready, hung it up in the shower, did it. <laughs> good move. <laughs> I, I did after because I, I unbelievable. Yeah. Anyhow, I, I splashed it all over me and I was driving to the races and when I got through the tunnel, I was like, Ooh, this, uh, <laughs> this, is, this is an aftershave. It was perfume. Oh, no. They'd bought me the wrong one. So I got to the races <laughs> all day. And every owner, like, you shake hands or give them a little kiss on the cheek. And they were like, mate, what is going on with you? <laughs> Something <laughs> you need to sigh yeah. Sigh. Uh,
2: S- Simone Miller had come into the yeah, r- yeah. Come yeah. races. <laughs> that can happen. Uh, oh right. Uh, North
6: Melbourne. Let's get <laughs> a breakaway. We're going to come back
2: because uh, <laughs> we are going to get a breakaway. We're going to chat. We're going to chat with Simon Miller in regards to his horses for the, the big races. Oh. William Pike is back in town. He's actually oh, yeah. riding today. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we'll just cross off on uh, the stars to look out for going forward with the Miller Racing Camp. Let's get a break. It's 21 to 8. Simon Miller, if you've got any questions, if you're looking for a tip, thirteen twelve fifty-five 55 Toolkit Depot, Open Line, or Temporary Shed Tech 0487-736-736. He's got a couple of racing today. He's going to tip one, so that means the other <laughs> one is an absolute certainty. This is Scotty Angos. <laughs> seriously CWA Racing. It is uh, the racing carnival time. There's plenty of big races, and Simon Miller has always a big hand in the features. He's been kind enough to come into the studio mm. as a regular. He'll
3: be dressed in a nice, crisp iron shirt, but Smelling like a
2: lady. Hmm. <laughs> a, it's an interesting one. He's got to get the combination right. I think if it's railway stakes, day, we go in the full suit and tie. Yeah. Yep. yep. agree. Okay. Thanks, Tim. Right. Right, my pleasure. <laughs> Rightio. November 19 is WA Guinness. You've got Amelia's Jewel now. You've got your <sighs> colours lowered by laced up heels. The whole world was relying on Amelia's Jewel to win. Did you feel the pressure?
6: I didn't, um, purely because I'm going in as a fan now, and I know we've prepared well, and just circumstances probably – we drew you know, laced up heels drew in front of us, so it, inside us, so it got in front of us. Um I must admit, it dropped gears pretty quick mm. that, that horse. Got a so gap it, on you, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. And then we were coming back at it late and we gave it weight. I think it was a really good win. I suppose everyone was shattered with ours because they would have rolled multis and oh, it was, and it was a dollar forty-five. Yeah, mm.
2: you should have seen Scott's text.
6: Yeah, there was um <laughs> I got a few nice emails <laughs> when I got home. <laughs> That's that's Ali my... Ali's the best at replying to them. Oh, you know what she does? Off? Yeah, she well she's smart. So she, she writes back to him and says, This is not a normal response to losing. Maybe you should give up, you're no good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Refer to the attached tears, gamblers anomalous. Oh whack
5: whack whack. But then they
6: don't come back. Um but getting back to her, she's um I thought her run was really good progressing through to a Guinea's or a champion fillies and then out to a Northerly. So we're we're on track. We just got beat. She ain't comfortable. Yep, I am. Yep, very much so. Yeah, she's humming along beautifully. Oh, right. i just Excellent. got to make the decision whether I run her Saturday or not, or wait a week. Is that right? Yeah, so okay. she's, she's in a $300,000 race on Saturday. You're runner. Um, You're I'm, runner. I'm tempted to wait and go straight into the guineas, but 19th. we'll see. Okay. Yeah, we'll see.
2: Uh, well, she, was that her work I saw on social media yesterday? and yep. Someone had a, head, a, microphone, a camera on, they had the GoPro and stuff like that. that yeah. was That's impressive.
6: Yeah, it's pretty good. So Scotty Hamilton comes in and does all my filming for me and does a really good job and it just gives another insight into vision. So uh, people love it.
2: Can I ask, the the fact is that I've seen a lot more social media, whether it be vision or tips or letting you know your horses are running. Do you you think that's the the way forward for racing and and it's important for your brand to get it out there like that? And do you you think any of that social media lends itself to new owners?
6: Good question. I I think you've got to do it. Hated, to,
3: I hate it when you ask a question. Well, it was a very
6: was good, question a good question because you've got to, you've got to, with technology nowadays, you've got to use it to your advantage. But you can't give all the information out because people who are paying up for it deserve that little bit of insight. exclusive information. So there's certain bits you'll hold back, um, and there's others you'll put out there. So letting everyone see Amelia's jewel gallop, like everyone loves all that type of stuff, so that's yeah. fine. But um, when it comes to, you know, I think one can win and you want to have a proper bet, well, that won't hit the socials. It'll say that it'll run well and, you know, you won't sort of deter from it, but you won't elaborate too much as well. But um, it's definitely a tool. And nowadays there's no excuse not to communicate with clients with how easy it is to, to do.
2: Miss Contecki is one of your, your guns. Obviously, the oh, bottom star. is is the way to go, of course, and the light November 26 is there. Um you like the thrill of having some of the best horses in the state in the best races, and, in, and that's that's your bread and butter, isn't it? You you are you, you love all your horses, but if they're not going to compete in the A graders, you give them to somebody else.
6: Yep, I love it, and that's what you want to do. Like big you, game player, well, hundred percent, you want to be, and you want to be known as a big game player. And like it's like you don't play footy just to say I played AFL. You want to play it so you can win grand 100%. final, hundred percent. Mm. Um, and and you and if you've got the reputation, or the stable, everyone knows that you are you you play the pointy end every year at the carnival time. That's I think
3: that's a feather in our cap. I've been away a long time, so uh, the Perth Racing seen and the number one races um, I've got to catch up on. What is the number one race? If you could pick one race that you're going to win for the year here in Perth, what is it? Uh, I, I generally
6: love the Carrickado every year. That's that's the race, and it's not the most prestigious. I mean, it is prestigious, but you've got your winner bottom. Kingston Town or Northerly, and your railway. They're your three big, big ones. Mm. And I've been placed in all of them and Pepper and Away. But the Karakatta I love because two-year-olds are so different. Like, it takes a bit of tricky training.
2: Railway stakes, in fact, uh, as we do know, the last four years, it's all been W. Pike, all Bob Peters and all Grant and Alana Williams.
6: Yeah, and now they're all sort of... Doing their own thing, aren't they? Mm, so gone off into different directions. Yeah, it does, and it opens it up for a lot of lot more.
2: So that's the railway. Hey, so William Pike's back in town. He's got a couple of rides today. Um the move is that he's going to ride through the carnival, go back and ride uh Magic Millions and the Wave, or whatever they call it, on the Gold Coast. Likely to come back to WOA. I can't go too much, but I did hear some information yesterday in regards to the future for Willie Pike. Uh, it was a closed shop room, but I uh, just—is it good for racing? Do you think he brings again people through the gates?
6: Yeah, he does, no doubt, and it keeps uh, the jocks here on their toes because um, you want to take the foot off the accelerator and think you got it easy, and you got him back in town. Uh, there's, there's a few jockeys that have started to work a little bit harder this week, really noticeably. Yeah, yeah. and I find that uh, a little amusing. Whether they can sustain it remains another thing, but it is—I have noted that I've seen a few extra. Um, Jock's working, but it is. It, I mean, I think he provides. Um, you know, like a lot of his stuff, favorite in the market. Mm-hmm. There's there's uh, hype on him, and he and he rides bloody good. So to have him back here, yeah, no, no
3: doubt, it might get you in trouble. But is is he the rider? If he if he moves back to Perth, if he does, uh, is he the first person that you go after, or is but- it his as pardon the bun horses for courses and you need the right jockey on the right animal.
6: Yeah, I think you need the right jockey, but to be fair, I've got to look after the people that have done the hard work while he was gone and um, you've got to reward those people. And when they get off uh, one of yours, then you've got him there and you can sort of give him a go that way. But I I think it would be unfair if I just said, right, you're out, he's in because he's that good. Um, you, You can't do that. Like it's You've got to work with jockeys on a regular basis, and if you upset them, um, makes your job a bit harder.
2: Um, just a couple more before we let you go. We appreciate you coming in. Um, you've got a couple today, a couple tomorrow, which they're racing at Belmont. I've got, what's going on there? It's uh, Bunbury. Yeah, but why so, Belmont?
6: Um, because we pick up all Bunbury's um, meetings while they're still going. So got
2: Belmont's them. still ready to race on? There's no
6: dramas there? Yeah, we did a bit of remuneration work, and we were meant to race there two weeks ago, but the track wasn't ready. So, okay. So we swung it to Ascot. Um, on the Thursday afternoon.
2: So tomorrow, today's Ascot. Yes, tomorrow's B- Belmont, and then back to Ascot Saturday. Yep.
6: You got it. Yeah, you got to get it right because if you turn up to Bunbury thinking, <laughs> uh, sorry, if you turn up to <laughs> Belmont thinking it's a city, um, a city meeting, you have got your suit on, and it's a Bunbury meeting. You, know, you only need jeans and a shirt, don't you? Oh, so. Hello to our Bumbry. <laughs> <laughs> I do come from Bumbry, may I say.
2: Uh, and so, what's your best today? You've got a couple going around. Which uh, the
6: one in the first, he's, he'll be very hard to beat, but he's he's a dollar seventy. So Lexington. Yeah, I think I made a blue the other day. I left the blinkers on when I should have taken them off. So I fired him up, brought him back to a midweek,
3: give Holly a kill. He's mm. probably the one.
2: And tomorrow um, you've got a horse having its Le-
3: Lexington just in Asian race two. Yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah Just so uh, you've got another half hour. Yeah, good. Just a half a hour. hour shirt. Shirt.
2: Rosa Ballerina <laughs> racing yeah, tomorrow? Rosa Ballerina? Yeah, she is
6: each way. Okay. Um But... She's probably fighting for a position in the stable.
2: Okay. And Michalada goes around today as well in race eight. Yep. Um, just didn't pick up as quick as I would have liked. Got the gap the other day, and I just felt there was some—I a uh, lack of urgency or lack of vigor. Yeah, just... Pr-
6: probably just looking for the 1,200 now. Okay, there you go. So. Uh,
2: Saturday, what are you going to go around Saturday?
6: Saturday's great for us. So we've got Miss Contiki again. Yeah. And Amasinus was really good the other day. She hit the line. She's drawn a gate. Happy with her. Whether we run... Um, uh Millie's Jewel remains to be seen, and we've got some... I had a feeling you're not going to. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It's a ray day's going around again. Oh, good. For the for the Marsh boys and yep. the footy players. And
2: hey, mate, just quickly, uh, ask Simon why Perth can't have more Group 1 races. That's come through on the text line.
6: Good question. Uh, so I just want to throw that out to yeah. someone else. You say, well. you say that to everyone. Uh, I haven't said it to you yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, the problem is that they've only allocated X amount each... Um, yeah, and you can't just throw them on and throw them on because then you, 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 you diminish the the prestige of the Group 1 races. So we've got three, and if we want to put one on, we'll have to take one off.
2: Thanks for coming in again. Always love our chats. We'll do it again whenever you the invitation's always open. Come hey, in whenever you like. It is good I fun. I enjoy the
6: band. I'm just Next time I come in, I just want Scotty on the front there. I haven't yeah. seen
2: him yet. Oh, mate, don't, it's just don't, what's don't going start on.
3: me. Don't start Take
2: a break! <laughs>
3: Weekends gosh! I, I drive everyone everywhere, I help with the fitted sheet and I also open jars. Yeah! also top up gnomes' wine a lot too. I seem to be doing that constantly. Wow. Every day, every night.
2: Mornings with Mark Duffield is next.
3: Oh boy.